Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am Johnny Goodtimes, joining you once again from the Chamber of Grievances. And with me, as always, is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. Happy Halloween, my oogly boogly's. Happy Halloween. Technically, it's not till tomorrow, but, you know, I mean, this is the weekend. It's party season. In fact, it's Sunday. Party season is over. Yeah, yesterday you're not going to do anything fun on Monday. No. Yeah. So. Maybe something at the office. Oh, boy. Ooh. The secretary's wearing cat ears. Yeah, that's, uh, man, your life is all party there, folks. Yeah, I, I hope if you guys did party, if you're in the northeastern U.S. at least... Yeah. You're partying on Friday rather than Saturday? Because on Saturday... Yeah, one of those nights was crisp and pleasant and autumnal. Yes. And uh, the other one was... Oof. Glop. Glop, yes. Just wet, stupid, sloppy, gray snow just raining down on us. The snow was raining down. Yes, I said it. I went there and I stand by it because that's what happened. It did. It was like it was... Really wasn't raining or snowing so much as slushing, which is, you know... Yeah. Yeah. It was like you were standing under a, a slushy cup from, you know, a convenience store that someone was dumping out on you. And what flavor was it? It was dirt flavor. Yeah. So if you yeah. planned your Halloween party for Saturday, you lost. But yeah. if you planned your Halloween party for Friday... Which is, you know, yeah. like the one we went to. Yeah, we went to a pretty good party on uh, on Friday. It so. was crisp and lovely. On yeah. The evening air was. Yeah. So. It, was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of cool people, but we did run into a slight problem. Where nobody recognized our costumes. No. Nope. And they were good costumes. Johnny here dressed up as Dr. Venture. I did, and it was beautiful. It was an excellent, he had a speed suit and everything. And uh, yeah, there, um, there was a post, uh, a picture posted on Twitter, you know, you can yeah. find it. From popular Adult Swim program, The Venture Brothers. Yes. And I dressed up as the 11th Doctor from popular science fiction program, Doctor Who. Indeed. And uh, we drastically... Uh, Underestimated. Uh, yeah, the uh, the number of nerds that would be yeah. at that party. We didn't even really underestimate that. We just drastically underestimated how many of them would recognize these specific costumes. Yeah, yeah. But they were good costumes. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, you know, no, no, not to put down the party. Fun party, fun people, great time, lots yeah. of drinking, good stuff. Yeah, I immediately recognized the guy dressed as the Swedish chef. I didn't for a second think he was Chef Boyardee. No, yeah. and that could have happened. So mm-hmm. there you go. There were two Muppet costumes. That's still a pretty cool party. There was. There was a Swedish chef and there was a Miss Piggy. And I recognized both of them because I do my research. Uh, There was a Velma. There was a Mario Luigi. There was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I recognized all of them. There's there's no shortage of pop culture, but the the geek influence didn't quite pop in. It did not. It was a shame. It's, I think, oddly enough, these were current geek references. Yeah. Rather than old school references. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe we're two on the cuff. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, do we yeah. have a yeah? Do we have a Halloween topic today? Or no, we're just yeah. gonna do a regular one. That's fine. Yeah. I was I was going through. Uh, I was well, I was thinking maybe we could play like a, like a song to celebrate Halloween, and then I remembered that um, we played our only ghost song in July for Tesla Day. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, and it really is more a Tesla song than a ghost song. The ghost factor is incidental, I mean, but it's our only song about ghosts. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know what? We're just going to do a regular topic. Fun. Which, like all our topics, is sent in by you, the listeners. You can send them to us at topicsatthebeak.org. You totally can. You can leave a comment on our website under, hopefully, one of the newer posts. If you really want to screw with us, you can go to one of, old, one of the old ones, I guess. Uh, you can. You <laughs> want to get silly. Yeah, you can hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah it's uh, at the beak and at Doc Heisenberg. Facebook.com slash breakfast with the beak. 
Yes, there was a Facebook page. YouTube.com slash user slash the Prophet Varius. And if you Giantbaby.bandcamp.com, we that's a lot of pie. That's too much pie. Yes. That's too much stuff. The point is if you want to break in, write it on our mirror and lipstick go nuts. Anyway, let's roll this topic from the ones that have already been received those ways. (laughs) Yes. Okay, big bigger number than I'm used to. That is a forty. Wowie. Forty. Okay. Wowie. Okay. What's topic number forty? How the man who found out that cow milk is good must feel. <laughs> <laughs> suggested by <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> suggested by our old pal Trevor in Salton, Washington. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. That is a hell of a thought you've just given us. How the man who found out. Okay. Now, I assume this must have happened relatively early in the course of, of, of human development and the invention of agriculture and so forth. Well, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, it, it's... I don't think there's, like, one pseudo-mythical figure we can point out, like, a how the tiger got its stripes kind of story. No, no, it was... It's, there, there, it's not like... Long after agriculture had been established and yeah. farmers were raising cows for their meat and they had sheep and hogs and everything, mm. one farmer got up one morning, went over to cow, and took a big gulp. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's not how Yeah, that there was no single uh, cow Prometheus. Yeah. Prometheus. Cow Prometheus, yeah. yeah there, was no, there was no single figure, I don't think. But in any given village, there probably was one guy who worked it out first. He could have a whimsical American name, like a Paul Bunyan kind of thing. He could be like, you know, like... Jack Cowswigger? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Donnie Utterflop, you know. Teat Suck McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Well, anyway, old Teats was going out to the pasture one day and, uh, with his pal Gluggles Milky Pants. Yeah. Well, that was just silly. Gluggles. <laughs> Gluggles, it's a Pennsylvania Dutch name. I don't... I, I don't know enough to dispute that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's not true, but I don't have the documents I need to dispute it. Point Heisenberg. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but yes, I'm sure in any given village there was probably one guy who was the first to work it out. Or, you know, any given tribe or whatever. I mean, and I don't think it must have been that hard to work out because I, what, what we generally as a society fail to give uh, cavemen or at least uh, the uh, the descendants of cavemen, the, the first people to really start settling into villages as opposed to just wandering around from cave to cave, uh-huh. what we really fail to give them credit for is their staggering curiosity. Like, after, after a good 100,000 years of just hunting with sticks and living in holes... Right. There was this sudden, you know, boom of, you know, discovering or, or developing agriculture, maybe not letting their bits flop in the breeze when they're walking around in the cold, and so forth. And just all these discoveries made, you know, all, like, working out the, the rudiments of, of medicine and of religion and so forth. And, and a lot of trial and error, a lot of, you know... Exactly, like all those... Uh, theories that didn't work out, but all those, theories. All those tribes who, you know, know which jungle plant can, can cure which disease, they probably had to go through a very long process of just sending a guy out there to taste everything. <laughs> and they probably went through a lot of guys. Because most of them died from eating poison or getting eaten by leopards. Here's the major difference between primitive hunter-gatherer humans and modern humans. 
Today, we surround ourselves with distractions. At any given moment, I can, you know, I can view cable television, the internet, radio. I've got little devices in my pocket that can connect to a worldwide network. I've got loud music. You know, there are stores and things. There are so many distractions that we create for ourselves, and they're fun. But they, they pass the time. Yeah. Back then... There was no technology. They hadn't invented any of these distractions. They didn't even have books. So, you know, what did you do in your spare time besides, you know, fuck things and kill things? Yeah. But you looked around you and thought about stuff. Well, exactly. What does that thing do? I don't know. Well, my point is, while the guy was going out in the jungle taking a bite out of every plant... Right. There was probably another guy... Who just who who worked out, you know? Shit, we can do with animals. Like babies, human babies like to, to suck on breasts, and, and milk comes out of them, and the baby gets strong. And we've observed other animals doing this. He probably just went out there on a fucking milking spree, just grabbing every dangly bit of every animal he could find to see what came out. Yeah, I mean, okay, uh, yeah, you you raise an excellent point. The thing about milk. Is that in the natural world, it is just baby food. Yeah. You know, and mothers only lactate when they're, you know, having an uh, offspring yeah. or right after. You know, you never see an adult animal drinking milk anywhere. Yeah. And and that includes, you know, humans for the vast majority of our history. Yeah. You know, babies drink milk, then we go drink water and beer. Pretty much. And, and so, consequently, there, were, there was nothing in the human metabolism... Post baby, relevant to, to to dairy products. That's why people are still occasionally lactose intolerant. Yeah, because the you know the cheese and butter and all this stuff we derive from milk. Yeah, n- none of that occurs naturally. We yeah, always, yeah, there's no cheese trees. Yeah, we had to develop a taste for milky things <laughs> and then invent this. You know, Frankly, I'm not sure the best cheese would even come from cheese trees. You know, you gotta rinse it off because it gets dirt on it and stuff. I mean, cheese trees. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, there's no such thing as cheese trees because cheese trees don't lactate. Yeah, exactly. For the best, I think, as we've just demonstrated. So. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I really think there was just some crazy guy. <laughs> cheese trees? Who the fuck was talking about that? <laughs> Where did that come from? You said cheese doesn't occur naturally. And I assume if it were to do so, there would be a plant. Well, occurring naturally can also be animal-based, though. Like, milk Uh, occurs naturally. Yeah, well... Yeah. I think a cheese plant would be awesome. I mean, it wouldn't taste good, but it'd be like... You know, it would be a cool visual. Technically, steak occurs naturally. Well, Because it's just a hunk of meat that grows on a cow. That's you can true. just cut it right out, unlike hamburger, which does not occur naturally. You gotta make, you gotta process it, yeah. mash well, it into little bits. It's beside the point. Okay, <laughs> it's all completely beside the point. The point is, some crazy guy in the tribe mm-hmm. got up one day and said, "I'm just gonna go out there and start squeezing animals, seeing if something delicious pops out of them." You know, or maybe I mean, I'm sure he knew that that happened with a lot of them. You know, I mean, because. Animals were being domesticated around this time, you know. Uh, he could observe baby cows drinking milk. Maybe one day a thirsty uh, hunter was stranded out in cow country. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, well, that cow looks pretty calm. Maybe I'll uh, I'll just uh, grab a little beverage. Well, here's the thing. I don't think the first animal 
that a human drank from was a cow. I mean, wild cows are big, they're easily startled, they're prone to stampeding and charging and goring and things. That is true. Uh, Whereas, you know, before agricultural days, hunter-gatherers would domesticate dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if dog milk would be any good, but Uh, certainly more accessible. Yeah, goats and sheep. That that people do drink that. Easy enough to overpower. Uh, Easier than overpowering a cow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, bear in mind in their in their wild state, we're dealing with you know rams and mountain goats and other things that like to rams take are kick and butt. Rams are formidable. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's called a ram. It's it's named <laughs> after how it's going to kill you. That's a good point. That's <laughs> like that's like naming a bear a, a maul or a <laughs> or naming a donkey a nutshot. You know? I, I I think donkey derives from a Sumerian word for nut kick. Probably. I yeah, mean, uh, yeah. ancient Sumeria was indeed uh, plagued by herds of wild jackasses. There so, you go. Yeah. Yeah. There, you go. there goes the nut punches. That's yeah. true. That's, yeah. uh, they, <laughs> like, that was a real problem. <laughs> and their cities were made out of mud, so it's, it's not like the donkeys couldn't get in. It sounds like a problem. <laughs> if you've got enough donkeys running around kicking you. Yeah. And this was a herd, which, you know, can mean quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But especially, you know... Back then. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody to domesticate them, you know, just... It's not like they were getting hit by cars. No. No. Oh, what's it going to get hit by? An ox cart? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to talk the oxen into running into them first. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even think you... I can't get an ox to run. I don't know how you do it. They're big and dumb. Yeah, I don't think they run. No. I think they plod. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was no technology for properly hitching a horse to a cart at the time. Yeah, no, this is all... I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the, the revelation of, you know, drinking animal milk predates actual agriculture, and oh, then yeah. mm-hmm. probably one of the, besides just growing plants, yeah. mm-hmm. probably one of the main reasons for fostering animals was milk. Delicious milk. Milk and eggs, because you don't need to farm yeah. wild animals just for meat, because... But what'd they do? They went out and, and killed the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. Milk, though, I, I mean, it makes sense because, you know, we see humans uh, drinking it from humans. We see animals drinking it from other animals. We quickly work out that we can drink it from other animals and it's not going to hurt us. Yeah. Eggs, I think, are a little bit more curious in that regard because, okay, the chicken was domesticated by pretty much everyone pretty much at around the same time in history because it was easy. Yeah. It was Chickens a flightless are- bird. It wasn't very smart. If we want to domesticate them, we just pick them up and put them all behind a fence. Chickens have always been one of the dumber birds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even the wild chickens, it was like, well, we'd like to domesticate these. How are we going to do that? Well, we're going to carry them back to the village. The end. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put it here. Yeah, we're going to put them all behind a fence. <laughs> and uh, what are they going to do? Fly out? No, they're chickens. And, and so that's what happened with chickens. Well, see, but eating eggs is something that lots of things do. Now, preparing omelets is a different story, but you know, all kinds of all kinds of creatures, snakes and rats and stuff, will regularly attack yeah. nests and steal eggs and just eat them raw. That's true. I mean, so hunter gatherers would probably, if they happened upon a nest with eggs in it, would probably be like, "Oh, we also got some eggs." But the thing is, a lot of those eggs, in all likelihood were fertilized. They weren't thinking, oh boy, eggs. They were thinking, oh boy, bird fetus, and also the sauce that it comes in. It depends on when you find the egg. Oh. I mean, uh, an egg right after it's been laid, laid, whatever, yeah. laid. Laid, probably. Yeah, an egg right after it's been laid 
is not that different from an unfertilized egg. Well, it's true. still mostly just yolky goop in there. Yeah. But if you get there a couple weeks later, yeah, you little fetuses. Maybe cavemen like that. They were into some weird shit. It's still protein. It is still protein. Yeah. I mean, that's really probably all they're they're concerned with. Um, yeah, that's just a thing you can eat. But I mean, I, I I assume, and I have nothing to base this on except that it's kind of funny and kind of gross, and I like to assume early humans were gross. I think that's a perfectly reasonable assumption. Yeah. That they were probably thinking, you know, oh boy, bird fetuses, and then one day some guy somehow got his hands on an unfertilized egg and was like, oh, these are good too. (laughs) Hey guys, we can breed chickens and still have something delicious without, you know, cutting into the, the supply of chickens. Do you actually know how you get a female to just lay eggs without being fertilized by a rooster though? I think it'll just I think she'll just lay them anyway without and as long as the rooster doesn't come along to inseminate her they'll just be unfertilized like I I think it's like just the chicken getting her period Huh I mean naturally that doesn't make any sense because that would be a drastic waste of resources on the you know evolutionarily speaking so I wonder if some kind of selective breeding kind of thing if it's a mutation that they somebody early man picked up on, you know. I have no idea. I have Not no by idea. that label, but it's a weird thought, though, because nothing else just lays eggs. No. I, I mean, they don't fish, like, a fish will lay eggs and then hope a male will come along and inseminate it after the fact, but... Yeah, fish get no love. It's sad. Yeah, no, fish don't fuck by and large. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Maybe I... I it's a weird thing, though, right? Yeah. I assume it must be like... Yeah, they. there must have been, like, some chickens that laid tons of eggs and they were like oh yeah let, let's uh let's let the rooster get to those ones you know and uh maybe that's it maybe they they you know just kind of picked out yeah like chickens that laid the most eggs and, and they were like one thing went to another yeah i mean they, maybe the ones that laid the most unfertilized eggs were also just more fertile more likely to get pregnant when the rooster came around it's a possibility and so you know because I mean, yeah rooster fucks all those chickens it's perverse mm. but uh I mean, also, you know, over the course of many generations, uh, domesticated chickens became a lot fatter. Well, Because they're, they're yeah. better to eat on their own that way. Yeah, so. and it's not like they're exercising, so... Well, no. no. I, I'm sure early chickens got more exercise. Oh, yeah, you just no. stick them in a pen and they run around. Yeah, no, I'm sure, yeah, your basic wild chicken was probably stringy as all hell. Yeah. But compared to the alternative, which was, you know, sticks and nothing. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's like, oh, hey, fellow caveman, I'm hungry. Is there food? Nope. We're chewing bark. Is it good? Hell no. And uh, that was... <laughs> a caveman chewed bark. I, I don't know. Maybe they, like, you know, just picking random stuff and chewing it had worked out for them a few times in the past, you know? Like, oh, this turned out to be delicious. So... Well, omnivorous apes do tend towards experimentation, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm sure there was a lot of bug eating. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, like, it, cavemen, in a lot of ways, were like babies. They figured out that they could put stuff in their mouth, <laughs> and then they didn't stop. It was, <laughs> like, you've seen, you know, when a baby figures out that it can get the hand to the mouth and pick up stuff with the hand, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to start just putting everything I can pick up into my mouth. To find out if it's delicious or not. Yeah, that's that's why you gotta be careful around babies yeah. when there are thing anything on the floor. Yeah, that's why toys that have small parts say don't give to a baby. Yeah, <laughs> they don't say it like that. They say it more formal, but you know, 
Because, right. yeah. Yeah, because a baby will eat anything. Yeah, no, a baby baby can't fit G.I. Joe in his mouth, but he can fit G.I. Joe's gun in his mouth, and that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, the baby is smart enough to know, just by looking at a thing, what will fit in the mouth, but not <laughs> smart enough to know, don't do that. Yeah, this is a piece of plastic that will to my throat and kill me. Yeah, yeah. Well, babies are dumb. Well, cavemen were not exactly brilliant, by and large. No, but... I mean, I feel like some of them probably had that, that same impulse. Just, let's find out if this thing is good. Well, to be fair, they did not have Wikipedia. Well, no. <laughs> uh, you know, neither did Ben Franklin. And <laughs> yeah, Ben Franklin had libraries, though. Okay, to be fair, Ben Franklin uh, actually did sort of have that impulse. It was... I wonder what would happen if uh, if lightning were to, to strike this kite while I fly it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he was a uh, you know, very prosperous yeah. inventor, so it's like an like, experiment. Well, I rely on these glasses to see. I'm going to cut them in half and hope that works out. What? When he invented bifocals. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, yeah, but by then the, the industry of... Not industry, the, yeah. the, the principles of optics were pretty well, well understood. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, or or even you know like okay, well, boy, I hope putting the stove in the middle of my building doesn't burn it down. That worked out too, you know. <laughs> but I'll bet Ben Franklin had a lot of stuff that didn't work, you know. Like I can't think of any of them. They're not famous because they didn't work. Yeah, you don't generally publish failed experiments. I mean, we we know that Leonardo da Vinci had a lot of stuff that didn't work. I don't think that thing would have actually been able to fly. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci, because he was both an inventor and an artist, yeah. kept really interesting sketchbooks yeah. of inventions that didn't work. Yeah, that's which kind of makes him unique among inventors. Yeah, that's that's why he's uh, that's why he's continued to fascinate us to the point where we make up shit about how he knew Jesus. I mean, if if da Vinci were alive today, yeah. he would be an inventor slash science fiction writer. Because every invention that didn't work, he would just, like, write a story about it. Yeah. You know. And they would probably be kind of Mary Sue-ish. It's like, the clever painter who invented the flying machine by Mr. Da Vinci. And he'd write it out and be like, oh, more fan fiction about yourself, Leonardo. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. Why don't you paint something? Oh, yeah, no. It would be like, it would. People would play drinking games with his books like they do with Stephen King. It's like, okay, let's see. The main character is a writer from Maine, struggling with alcoholism. <laughs> like, that's there you go. There's your Stephen King book. I'll bet he he was bullied as a child, and something bad just happened to the bully. There's your jumping off point. Write yeah. a Stephen King book. <laughs> that's that's every one of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wait, how do you play a drinking game with a book? Well, is you, it, is it you, like a very slow drinking game? Is it like ten people sitting quietly in a room reading? Well, you wait until they make a shitty movie out of it. Okay, that's that's it's, different. Yeah, because yeah. every movie based on a Stephen King book, it's you know, it's still the plot from the, the book. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, you just play the drinking game with the movie. You know? I've just got this image of like, and for everyone to drink at the same time, they'd either have to read at the same speed, or they'd have to have like uh, someone reading aloud. Yeah. And because otherwise it'd be like you know, you, you got a bunch of people sitting in a room quietly yeah. reading, and uh, one guy uh, you know <laughs> takes a shot, and the guy next to him goes, "Ah, oh, you got to the third paragraph on page ten, didn't you?" Yeah, yeah. Or like somebody takes a shot, and they're like, "Oh God, what happens? Don't tell me." No, no, I was just thirsty. You can't just drink when you're thirsty. That's why I don't get to play drinking games anymore because I get thirsty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's why when you're playing a drinking game, especially one that takes a while, yeah. you should have your, you know, bottles of, of whiskey or scotch or whatever, yeah. your your little shots, but you should also have a beer <laughs> for sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what happens when I play those games. Yes. Especially yeah. if it's a drinking game where there's a lot of people and you have to go around the circle. It's like, I don't want to wait till these guys finish their truths and dares. Yeah. I want to drink this beer now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and the thing with that is, like, the the dramatic reading variant of the game that you came up with. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the most jumping party of all time. <laughs> but, I mean, that actually has potential to be fun. Because, like, let's say you, you hand... Let's say it's a book with short chapters, you know? Yeah. So you hand off after every chapter. By the time the book has made it once around the circle... Everyone is plastered. Yeah. And someone's still trying to read. I think that's the kind of party that would start out slow and get more fun the longer it yeah. went. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, most of the movies based on Stephen King books are pretty bad and True. cheesy. Yeah. So, you know, then you get to start with fun because something is stupid right away. Oh, yeah. You don't have to wait till everyone gets drunk for things to get stupid. True enough. True yeah. enough. Yeah. So either way. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just do the movies. Oh well, with a dramatic reading though, I mean, it depends on who's there. If you got uh, people who really ham it up, you know, just really make it into a performance. Oh you know. yeah, no. If yeah, you then, have, a, if you can do a big booming, you know. Yeah. If you've like, got a lot of like Paul Staffian voice. If you've got a room full of drama majors, oh, you yeah. know, make them read something. Yeah. Or hell, if you've got a copy of a screenplay of a Stephen King movie. There you go. You just hand oh, that, that'd be neat. You, you just yeah. hand them out to everyone and give them their roles. Oh, <laughs> hey, drunken play party game. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's not bad. And you also have to drink. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it'd probably just be funny to do that, but it'd be funnier if everyone's getting wasted. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, oh, he's a writer from Maine. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... You yeah. get kind of drunk just going through the Dramatis Persona. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Leonardo da Vinci's fiction would be very similar. It's like, oh, he's a painter, take a shot. Yeah. Uh, and it takes place in Italy, take a shot. <laughs> uh, all the girls like him, take a shot. All the girls like him, but he's bi, take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed off the Pope, take a shot. <laughs> I don't know if he really did that. But, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think like he at one point he stormed out on on the Medici family. I think, but uh, I mean he's one of those guys that was more or less allowed to do what he wanted to do yeah. for most of his life. So it wasn't like he got locked in a tower or anything. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that was that was Galileo. Yeah. Yeah. Galileo was not the only one that got locked in a tower for no. his work, but yeah. Galileo was the one who lived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot of those guys yeah. just die. Yeah, Bruno got executed. Yeah, yeah. And now there's a really badass statue of him. It's a pretty sweet-ass statue. It's one of the better statues. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, I got like, no qualms with that He's statue. all like, He's wearing this creepy hooded robe, and he's all like shackled and ominous. It's so cool. <laughs> Bruno was the guy with the uh, the metal nose, wasn't he? No, that was that was Tycho. <laughs> oh, right. That's who Tycho Brahe. Who, who was uh, Kepler's mentor. Yes. But Kepler was right about everything, and Tycho was wrong about everything. But but he had a metal nose. But he had a metal nose, and he was rich. I don't even remember what happened to his old nose. I, uh, rumor <laughs> is it was cut off in a duel. That's the best way. Or I- at least like sliced open in a duel, and he wore like a metal like 
notch to hold it. I, I don't know if it, it debates about how much of his nose it was Ray John. Right, or if it was a, you know, a cover holding the pieces together yeah, or yeah. something, yeah. But that is the best way to have uh, a metal fake metal, metal nose yeah. is to lose it in a duel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've lost it in a duel. I shall craft for myself a golden nose. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, um, so... Forged in the flames of hell. <laughs> so, in conclusion, in conclusion, how do you think the guy who first uh, drank cow milk feels? Um, um, less thirsty, I think. I think I, I really do think it was probably uh, a move of either raw curiosity or raw desperation. And in either case, I think he felt proud afterwards. Yeah, for, for working it out. He probably back then that was probably like being MacGyver. Maybe you know, yeah, just find yeah. an unconventional use for this cow when you're dying of thirst. That's actually a pretty good thought. Yeah. You know. So he probably... That's how we think he felt. He felt like MacGyver. Boy, I hope somebody invents cookies soon, because those would go well with this. What is this? Is this a fucking DC comic? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) What the hell? Clearly drinking milk predates the invention of cookies by centuries, because two of the ingredients in cookies are milk and eggs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) Great job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention refined sugar. Yeah. It doesn't work on a lot of levels. Yeah. Yeah. You can use unrefined sugar. You can use honey. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that came. That comes from bees, you know? Yeah, that's pre-made. Yeah, honey, like, that was one of the early tasty things we discovered. That for a yeah. while, that was the only way to get something sweet. You don't have to work out how to make honey. You just have to go find it. Yeah, you just have to brave the bees. Yeah. Which, and then uh, is easier when you have a metal nose. Oh, full circle. No, oh, right. yeah. And if you're a caveman, you'll probably eat the bees, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the fuck do you care? Just, you're a caveman. Just kind of point their butts away from your tongue. Yeah. I would recommend that, yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet what cavemen would do when they got stung by bees, because, right. you know, the stinger pulls off, you know, and then the bee dies. He'd probably get stung by a bee, you know, in his arm, yeah. pull the bee off, yeah. eat it, and then pull the stinger out. That is probably true. He like he probably felt like you know. Oh, I got stung by a bee. Today was a good day. Yeah, it's I like to eat some bees. At least I don't have to cook today. All right. <laughs> Someone just bought me dinner, which is good because I'm too tired to hunt because I just took a shit ton of bee venom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, things were a lot tougher back then. You know what? I I just thought of something. Now that we've been talking about this for half an hour, I okay. just realized. Okay. It was not a guy that discovered you can drink milk. It had to have been a woman. You're completely it, right. And it had to, it was probably a nursing, like a nursing mother, right? Okay. Or two nursing mothers who are like feeding their babies. They're sitting around. They've, I'm sure their duties are minimal because they're, you know, caring for infants. Yeah. And that's, that's a pretty important job, I think. Well, that's minimal. <laughs> well, that's my point. Is that's the thing they have to yeah. do right there? They don't have other shit to do. Care for the offspring? Yeah, they don't have to go out and gather berries and shit. Okay. Yeah, they've already got a, an important job okay. in the tribe. So yeah, but so they're they're sitting there nursing their babies, and they probably think it just occurs to them, why don't we try some of this? The baby's enjoying it, and either they take a drink from each other or take a drink from themselves. What? Let's just say from themselves, or like into a little glass or something, or bowl. Bowl. Whatever. The point is, I imagine uh, you know one mother would would sample uh, you know human breast milk and go, oh, that's not so bad. And then it would occur to her at some point, 
by extension, oh, why don't we try that cow over there yeah. or that goat? That could be a good source of nutrients. And then, like, meanwhile, the, the, the MacGyver guy from the story, uh-huh. he has actually read about this research and knows about it. And that's why he's MacGyver, because he knows a lot of stuff. What? Like, he's, he's been told about their discovery. <laughs> you said read about. Well, whatever. You know, looked at a picture in the cave. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, he read that. Yeah, he yeah. read the cave picture. He read the picture of, and it's just yeah. two pictures of cave boobies kind of thing. Because they're, they're cavemen. It's a crew. They don't have written language. Yeah, well, whatever. The point is he looked at some pictures of boobs, and he was like, oh, man, I'm stranded out in cow country. <gasps> That's finally paying off, looking at all those boobs. There you go, yeah. And, and you know, he came back and was like, Nobody listened to him either. They didn't listen to the. They didn't listen to the ladies who discovered it. They didn't listen to him. The the other possibility is you could have had a situation where uh, a mother died in childbirth. Yeah, this is depressing, but I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah, and like probably not a cow. No. But what if, say, one of the dogs had just had a litter of puppies, or one of the pigs, or one of the pigs, yeah. uh, you know, and was nursing a litter of yeah. puppies or piglets, and. Knowing that the baby was probably just going to die, yeah. What if some somebody yeah. just puts the newly orphaned newborn human baby down with the puppies and sees if it'll drink from the yeah. dog, and then it grows up? Yeah, I mean, the, from the dog milk. The puppies are all getting in line there. You know, it's like yeah, they won't notice if one of them's a baby. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a that's how Rome started. So yeah, ex- <laughs> yes, yes, nursing from the wolves. So. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was probably either a woman who realized this, or somebody with a dead wife. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just, you know, somebody who was unconnected, but had some baby pigs, and was like, oh my god, look. Yeah, or that, you know, yeah. Well, baby pigs aren't really cute. Sure, sure. Oh, you're, <laughs> I see your, uh, your granddaughter has no one to nurse from, uh, I got a pig. Precisely. Yeah. There may have been some resistance at first, but they figured it out. And that actually makes more sense than yeah. uh, Gobbly Wobbleutter or whatever his name was. Gluggles something. It was very stupid. Point is, it was funnier. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was Gluggles. That's what happened. That's that's what you get at Breakfast with a Beak. Yep. Is you get um, realistic theories that are logical and ludicrous theories that are funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The complete package. So until next week. Uh, Remember Gluggles, and be grateful for the cookies you have. Yeah, cookies. I like cookies. Mm.